Well, good morning to you. It is Monday, a new week. 15th day of May in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin with our prayer of consecration. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a holy and living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our entry today is called, How Does Gravity Work? Our text is Romans 5 verses 1 to 6. Hear the word of the Lord. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. That's the word of the Lord. Now consider this, gravity. How does gravity work? Physics defines gravity as the force that attracts a body toward the center of the earth or toward any other physical body having mass. As a thought exercise, let's consider two opposing gravitational powers. The power of sin, which pulls us down into the realm of death, and the power of grace, which pulls us up into the realm of life. This is a helpful frame for me to think through chapters 5 through 8 of this letter to the Romans. Before we proceed, let's make clear that these two gravitational powers are in no way equal, as grace is infinitely more powerful than sin. However, let's also acknowledge Both gravitational powers do exert force on our lives at the same time. 
creating a dire conflictedness in the church in the midst of the desperate chaos in the world outside of the church. For simplicity's sake, I like to think of them as the gravity of heaven and the gravity of hell. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. As has been noted, and yet cannot be overstressed, we are born into the power of sin and bound in the realm of death, i.e. the gravity of hell. But by the mercy of God, through the cross of Jesus Christ, in his life, death, resurrection, and ascension, the power of sin has been broken, and the curse of death has been defeated. In other words, human beings can escape the gravity of sin, death, and hell but only by the power of grace and be caught up in the gravity of life and love, which is the realm of heaven. Now, here is the grace of God in its most potent biblical soundbite. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. So how does gravity work? It just works. It is all about where you are standing. Salvation is a shifting of the center of gravity from the power of sin to the power of God. Hear it again. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith... We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. Faith is not a matter of mere belief in this as true. It is a movement of trust. The secret is Jesus He is our center of gravity. He sits at the right hand of God in the heavens, and simultaneously he sits on the throne of our hearts. In other words, amazing grace is the very real life of on earth as it is in heaven. A trusting faith in Jesus is the key, not a passive belief in God. How does the gravity of the gospel work? Let's give Paul the last word today. Because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. The prayer. God our Father, Thank you for the gospel, who is Jesus Christ, through whom we are delivered from the gravity of sin, death, 
and hell and into the gravity of grace, life, and heaven. Thank you that these are not abstract concepts, but they have been fleshed out in the literal, physical body of Jesus Christ himself. Holy Spirit, please interpret these things into my deepest mind and heart, such that they would flow out and into every fiber of my being and aspect of my everyday life. Jesus, you are the secret. You are the gospel. I belong to you. Praying in your name. Amen. The question, does the gravity analogy help you to better grasp how both sin and grace work upon and within our lives? What might it mean for you to walk in faith, to step out of the gravity of sin and into the gravity of grace? And for our hymn today, we're going to get back to our fight song this week, And Can It Be? We'll sing verse 1 again today. And we'll add another verse each day of this week. It's number 569 in our seedbed hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise. And let's sing it like it's already our favorite. And can it be that I should gain an interest in the Savior's blood? Died he for me, who caused his pain, for me, who him to death pursued. Amazing love, how can it be that thou, my God, shouldst die for me? Amazing love, how can it be that thou, my God, should die for me? I'm going to teach you a little bit here on that last bit of the refrain. There's another part (laughs) that you can sing, and you'll see it in the hymnal. But I'll try to sing it along with the part. We'll just do the end again. Amazing love, amazing love, how can it And <laughs> I'm making a mess out of that. I'm just going to leave that alone. I think you get my point. Well, guys, thanks for letting me be myself as we share in God's Word every single day here on the Wake Up Call. You know, I often tell people I'm a rough draft. I'm a work in progress. I am uh, just like everybody else, and I'm not really willing to hide behind production and perfection, and all the other things that this world kind of demands of us. I'm just going to be who I am, 
And hopefully that gives you the freedom, or at least more freedom and encouragement to be who you are. So that's a wrap today. It's Monday. We did it. And now we hit the field with amazing love in our pocket, in our hands, the seeds of the love of God in Jesus Christ. I'll be looking for you out there. And listen, before I forget, we've got a great opportunity this Thursday evening. I really want to encourage you to join us. Of course, it's the day of the ascension of Jesus Christ, heaven, and we're going to remember that. But We're going to seize the moment to tell the story about the Asbury outpouring, the, the great spirit of revival that fell in central Kentucky back in February, and this thing's still churning. It's moving all over the world. I'll be headed to England later this month to to tell that story. And so I thought, man, we need to tell it to the wake-up call community. So there's a Zoom link in the email today. No registration needed. Grab the link, 6 o'clock central. We'll go hour, maybe a little bit more, but of course you can leave whenever you need to. But my gosh, there's gonna we're gonna have some people who were there helping delete it, which includes a lot of people from our team too. Okay, guys, I'll see you out on the field. JD Walt for the awakening. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to the wake up call powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.